0: So the Sixers take a tough hit in an early game today in Washington. We will discuss that. But going even further, some interesting trade rumors today. Could James Harden potentially be available at the trade deadline? And if so, would Daryl Morey take another stab at it? We have a lot to get into, man. Let's go. Perfect, perfect, perfect. What is going on everybody, RB here, welcome back on into the show, like always, if you do enjoy the content, feel free to drop a like on the channel, be sure to hit that subscribe, help keep growing the family, and hit that notification bell so you get notified anytime we drop content or go live, the Sixers played a 2 p.m. game today in D.C., man, talk about a weird start time, I don't know if it was uh, due to the holiday or whatever else, but Um, I've never seen a game at 2 p.m. before. I caught some of it, could not watch the entire thing, but I went back, saw some different things, and we are going to start with that. The Sixers take a tough hit, um, and instantly as I go on Twitter, I'm seeing tons of reactions, you know, blow up the team, this and that. I got to be honest with you guys. It does get frustrating once in a while, especially during a long season, seeing everybody on Twitter saying that we need to blow up our entire franchise every time we lose a game. All I'm saying is, I know it was a tough loss today. We will discuss it even further, but you know what? We just came off a seven-game winning streak. We won nine out of ten games. Um, there are still some bright things about this team, and we still need to await what will you know, whatever will happen. Let's just put it that way. In the next couple of weeks, hopefully, something happens uh, before the NBA trade deadline on February 10th. And you know, these kinds of games happen. Uh, from what I was watching, you know, it just seemed like one of those games where the Sixers didn't even show up, and it is tough, you know, trying to play at a time much earlier than you usually play. That's not an excuse; you still have to come out, be prepared. The Wizards were, of course, um, and the Sixers dropped it, one seventeen to ninety eight. Once again, Joel Embiid uh, needed some help today, and this was one of those games. And it's been a roller coaster, bumpy year where you know we can go and win a certain stretch of games, and everybody's contributing, everybody's on fire. And then we have games like this today where, you know, everybody was pretty much bad. Even Joel Embiid started off, I think he was 4-for-11 in the first half. He did end up coming around, finished 10-for-20 in the game, 32 points for Joel, 8 rebounds and an assist. But, you know, the biggest thing from today, Joel Embiid once again extends his streak of 30-plus point games now on the road, 11 in a row, as you can see, 6th all-time behind James Harden, George Gervin. Tracy McGrady and Michael Jordan. Can he continue it? It's been a sensational run. Um, And Joel continues the ball out. And he needs some help. He needed it today. They were doubling him every single possession. Um, They were throwing different looks at him. And it was tough. He still was able to manage 30 somehow. But the counterparts of this team needed to step up. Tobias Harris went three for 11 today. Seven points. One rebound and one assist. The biggest thing that sticks out to me, obviously, the one rebound in 25 minutes, that you just can't come out and play like that. Um, and I'm trying to go to my defense uh, to stay behind Tobias, but games like this make it really bad. So he's got to figure something out ASAP. He also got fouled out of the game, which was just absolutely terrible. Um, he's got to pick it up. He's got to pick it up. Other than that, Curry didn't have a hot game. Maxi tried. He had 18 points, just wasn't enough. Furcon. Was cold again, 0 for 5 from deep. And once again, the bench was inconsistent. George Niang continues to be the only guy that steps up on a consistent basis. Um, and it was just really bad. Uh, and this was one of those games, I hope we chalk it up, but we need to fix that. And we can't keep having games like this where we just look you know, lazy without energy. And Doc needs to do something to really spark this team. So I hope we pick it up. I do, because Joel needs help. And I hope this organization sees that day by day as we get closer to the deadline. Obviously, watching the Wizards today, I couldn't help but think to myself this. By the way, follow me on Twitter at RBPhillyTake. Bradley Beal would be a great fit next to Joel Embiid. Common sense, yeah, but it's a good time to bring this up. Obviously, we talked earlier in the year how Bradley Beal did not sign that extension with the Wizards. It was the first time ever that I heard Bradley Beal even hesitate about being committed to the Wizards in the future. He pretty much said, you know, this team, like I have to wait and see what happens. I need to see how we are successful. He's tired of getting uh rosters filled up around him that, you know, including Kyle Kuzma's and Montrez Harrell's and, you know, Hal Nettos and things like that. No disrespect to them. But at the end of the day, Bradley Beal is 28 years old and he does have a player option uh, for next year, and he can opt out of that. And it does seem likely he will. You know, we've been hearing not even just uh, the Sixers, but other teams, right? The Celtics, the Warriors, this, this, and that. Um, and I just couldn't help myself but just keep watching that game today and thinking, Bradley Beal, man, in this offense, you know, being that forward we need, and I know he's averaging less points this year, shooting a little bit less from deep from the field as well. But you know what? He's averaging a career high in assists. He's literally just becoming a great all-around player and Jalen Brown and Bradley Beal have been two of my favorite targets. Will it happen? I have no clue. Who knows what's going to happen? There was even another report today about 2-5, and he's willing to sit out the entire year. Like I continue to tell you, I don't even have to put it up on the screen anymore. He continues, um, you know, to, to put that stuff out there, and he will be sitting out the entire year, which is why we need to go all in. And it just got me, you know, got my gears going again, uh, thinking about the Bradley Beal thing. And if I'm the Wizards, you know, I would I would take a chance on a on a guy like two five if I'm the Wizards. Why? Because you know where you're headed. You've tried to put other pieces around Bradley Beal. It's just not going to work out. And are you going to let him walk for free, or are you going to get assets in return? And I think the Sixers could honestly put together a pretty good package if you know we were in contention for a Bradley Beal trade. Maybe this is the the year that he finally leaves DC. And if there was any way, you know, I, you know it's, I just think it would work good, right? Some of those young players in Washington, some of those other guys that are trying, you know, you know they're trying to find themselves, not really many uh, ball-dominant players, right? You bring a guy like 2-5 in there, um, even Tobias Harris, right? If he wanted a fresh start, you never know uh, how either of those players could fit with the Wizards. But um, I think the Sixers could definitely be a team in a running for Bradley Beal. Just my personal opinion, nothing uh, of substance there. And I think the Sixers need to inquire about it because the more I watch Bradley Beal, I know people, you know, they call him a a stat patter and all this. Bradley Beal can play, okay? And I think he would be a great fit uh, for this team. But I will leave it at that for now. Haven't heard anything, you know, in terms of the media from Bradley Beal, so hopefully we get some news over the next couple weeks about what he decides or wants to do or even the organization. But who knows? They are building something, though, there, right? Spencer Dinwiddie, they have some players. Anyway, getting on. To what we really need to discuss, and that is an actual report from today. According uh, to Mark Stein, this was the initial post I saw. It said, developing James Harden is open to relocating, fueling trade rumors heading into the deadline, and the Sixers have shown interest. And then the other posts, which included a quote from Mark Stein, NBA Central put it out, quote, it must be noted that there is enough noise circulating league-wide about Harden's reported openness to relocation this summer. Obviously, you know, he has another year on the deal, um, and it is a lot of money. It's it's $40 million plus, and, you know, you got to be skeptical given him getting up there in age above 30 and, you know, getting some of those minor tweaks and injuries. He didn't play in the playoffs. Well, he did play in the playoffs, but he ended up getting hurt in the playoffs, Um, And he's getting up there in age and the style of game that he plays is kind of getting negated. I mean, he's becoming a much better facilitator and he's a much better overall player, right? All around player. But um, you definitely have to be wary of those things. Now, James Harden, if, you know, if the Sixers were to get back in these conversations, we've been hearing it for a while. I keep hearing people say that we're willing to wait until the summer. let me tell you once again, I am not willing to wait until the summer. For this debacle to be done with. We cannot go the whole season and waste another year of how we are playing unless we want to really just blow things up and try again. That's how I personally feel. And, you know, just thinking about where we were last year, I I remember saying I wouldn't trade two five for James Harden. And you know what? I was wrong about that in some aspects because I be, I still believed in the potential of two five, and I never expected him to crawl up into a ball um, and literally just quit on his team and not play um, and all this stuff. Okay, but in in you know in short, James Harden would make this team a better team. He would make us a championship contender if healthy. Um, and I think him and Joel Embiid and and you know the likes of Tyrese Maxey, maybe even Tobias, in more of a backseat role, Seth Curry. This team would be really lethal. Um, and if we were able to pull something off, I would love it, okay? And I think Daryl Morey has this, like, infectious love for James Harden, and I think he really could potentially be interested, and I do not want to wait until the summer. However, when my, when my logic kicks in, and I think of the Nets in the top of the conference, I don't think this is really going to happen at the deadline. I do think if this situation carries out to the summer, then I think we are talking about something. But I personally don't want to wait Until then, so if there was ever a way to swing uh, James Harden to the Sixers, I would love us to try to cash in on that if nobody else is available that we have been targeting. However, what I will say is that it's interesting. Uh, Kyrie Irving came out today and pretty much, you know, said that he is not going to get the vaccine, and, you know, that will affect his status in playoff games. He will not be able to play in certain places if, you know, the, the current rules stand, and, you know, there's been some beef before with Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving in terms of, you know, their chemistry so far and, you know, certain decisions, guys making certain decisions. And, you know, I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen it earlier this year. They've butted heads before. I'm not saying that they can't get over that, but just something to keep in mind. Um, and I'm sure Daryl Morey has probably been calling the Nets thousands of times just, you know, I want James Harden. He loves James Harden, Um now, would I bet $40 million on him to stay healthy? It's, it, I mean, it's tricky, but if that's the guy that's there and he's going to help put us over the top or at least give us a chance, if healthy, then you know what? Maybe you have to try it. Every day we play with the risk of Joel Embiid, you know, and we know the story with him and I don't want to waste any more time, but it's just interesting that Mark Stein, who is a credited NBA reporter, would put something out like that. Who knows? Maybe there could be something on the Uprise Um James Harden or Bradley Beal would make this team a contender. We need to get a player like that in the next couple weeks, and I hope we do so. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comments section. Like always, appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.